I don't know about you, but I have felt this weird vulnerability when I felt intense joy, when I've been really happy, really fulfilled, just, you know, being filled with the joy and excitement of being aligned. And then just wondering why my mind is like, okay, well, this is not going to last. When is the other shoe going to drop? Or, you know, something bad is about to happen because you're too happy. Like, you can't be this happy for this long. Um, something disastrous or something bad is going to happen evidently at some point. Have you ever had that? I bet you have, because that, as far as I know, is a very human thing to experience. And the reason for that is, is that our brain, as it is wired for survival, so there's a part of your brain that is always looking out for threats, to make sure that you stay alive. And that is why we focus more on the negative, we focus on the stress, we focus on whatever that's, you know, potentially dangerous to our system, even if it actually isn't. It's just, you know, that primal part in us interpreting everything. But when you feel a lot of joy, a lot of happiness, a lot of love, um, your mind can freak out because it is so used to having tons of cortisol, tons of stress hormones. It's so used to looking for the bad stuff, looking for the negative. And the truth about joy is that it is a vulnerable emotion. It literally is a vulnerable emotion. Someone who is not able to be vulnerable at all cannot feel joy. So someone who is completely guarded off, like has all these walls up, doesn't really experience true and authentic joy because they're constantly shielding themselves from everything and as a result often numbing themselves from emotions, from joy and from whatever, like also feeling, feeling that sensation of being vulnerable. But just understanding that your brain, when it is looking for cues of danger or threat, and when it's primed for survival, it is going to look for reasons why you should not be joyful. And that's just, that's just something that you can understand and, you know, name it. When you feel that emotion, that sort of like, ooh, when is the other shoe going to drop? Something bad is about to happen now that I've been so happy and content. Um, just name it. Okay, this is happening. My mind is freaking out because I am not used to this amount of joy. And if you are here on this podcast, I'm sure that you believe, as I do, that we can feel a lot more joy. And this is what I've been challenging myself with a lot for the past um, a year or two. How much joy am I actually allowing myself to feel? And how willing am I to be vulnerable in those moments when my brain is freaking out because I am out of my comfort zone, essentially. It is not a fun thing to realize that so often 
our comfort zone, so to speak, is that state of being stressed out. I mean, obviously, you don't want to be stressed out. You don't like that feeling, but you are still addicted to cortisol, which is a stress hormone. Um, and it is such a addictive state that most of us don't even realize that we are feeding that addiction with all of our choices, our subconscious choices, thoughts and actions. But I am challenging myself as I am challenging my clients and you, um, my dear listener, to really question, question how much are you allowing yourself to feel joy and fulfillment and pleasure and peace and ease and love? How much are you actually allowing yourself to feel these emotions? For most of us, the honest answer, the actual honest answer would be, you know, not even half the time, not even half of our day. I mean, half of our day would be like extremely generous, something that feels like almost too good to be true. But why is that? Why is that? Because you have literally taught yourself. You've taught yourself from a very early age with all of the influences around you, your family, surroundings, everything. You've taught yourself to tolerate a certain amount of joy and pleasure and enjoyment. Your nervous system has has been accustomed to that. Your nervous system has learned the language that you speak, whether it is that of stress or that of pleasure. But as you know, your brain, your nervous system, your body, they're all malleable. And you can teach yourself to tolerate a lot more joy. But with it comes also those moments of being a little... Oof, you know, on the edge, like noticing that, wow, this is a lot more joy than I'm used to. Like, I've not felt this good about myself for, for as long, you know, I, I don't know, even years, like for years. And now that it's happening, my brain is freaking out. It is literally creating all these disaster scenarios. Like, I don't, I don't remember how many times I have... Uh, been with my husband um, been like literally remembering these moments of hugging him or being in his arms and just feeling this immense joy immense gratitude and an immense love for him that I that literally is so vulnerable and it and it makes me feel really vulnerable and in those moments just my brain freaking out and being like giving me these these scenarios these images of him being in an accident of him dying of him uh, uh, you know just going through something awful and me losing him when i'm feeling that immense amount of joy and gratitude and love and granted it's very disorienting when that happens and 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 it just, you know, may throw you off, but you don't have to allow it to. And that's what I've learned. When that comes up, when those disastrous images come to my mind, my mind has con- you know, gone to catastrophizing everything, catastrophizing what might happen and painting these 
awful images of how things could go wrong. I'm just naming it for what it is. That's my mind freaking out. That's that part in me that is addicted to stress. That is addicted to looking out for threats for my survival. I'm naming it. I'm acknowledging it. And I'm being like, I've got you. God's got me. And I've got you. If, if it's my inner child that's being, you know, freaking out about being rejected, being alone, I'm reminding her that, that I'm committed to cultivating intimacy with her, that, that I am okay, that I'm always provided for, that I am always protected, that I am always looked out for. Like, you, you know, God is always on my side. And no matter what happens, he's got me. And I don't have to listen to this part in my mind that is programmed to look for pain, to look for reasons why things might go wrong. We all have that. Literally, we all have that. So be gentle on yourself. Name it for what it is. It is not your intuition. It's not your heart and your soul and your spirit speaking to you. It's not that part in you who wants to reclaim your right for or your right to a luscious life. It's not that part in you that knows her worthiness and knows that she's protected and provided for. So you don't have to entertain that part in you. Yes, it might feel really intrusive that that emotion that feeling when it comes on trust me it has felt quite intrusive when it happens sometimes i find myself crying literally but then i get to go back to my self-soothing techniques all of these frames and structures that i have created for myself to support myself in this journey of of internal change of of becoming the queen that i am called to become and so you get to do the same you get to go back to self-soothing and um and reframing the whole situation and understanding that there is this part in your mind that will most likely always come up with these ridiculous scenarios that are let's just face it not very likely (laughs) Um, and that is just how it is but you get to have a more conscious relationship with that part in you so that you don't become a victim to this part in you, this part in your mind, and that you stay conscious, you stay active in your choices. What are you entertaining? What are you choosing in this moment? And if you feel intense emotion, just like with any intense emotions, the same principles apply. There are self-soothing things that we get to do and it needs to match the fear you feel feel in that moment. And you get to stay present with yourself and create that spaciousness to feel your way through the discomfort but not identify with it. To create more and more space like as if you're breathing into a body part that feels tense and constricted and allowing your muscles to relax so that there's more space for oxygen and blood to flow. 
And there you'll notice then that the emotion will pass just like you when you go onto a roller coaster. I was just talking about this metaphor with a client of mine a few days ago that when you feel this intrusive emotion come on, um, it's like you're in this roller coaster, okay? Um, but the thing is, you don't identify with the roller coaster. You're not saying that, hey, I'm this cart that I'm sitting in. This is me. This roller coaster is me. No, you're just riding it. And you know that the, the ride will end, well, in, a, in an amusement park, it would like probably last for about two minutes max. That might not always be the case with an emotional wave, but you know that it's going to end. And so you're not jumping out by force, but you're just sitting in in the cart and you know that it's going to end. And that's how it happens with emotions. But when you identify with it, when you sort of grip it and try to manipulate it and and just try to control it and you create more constriction and it's as if you're holding on to the cart or you're sitting in the roller coaster you're holding on to it tighter and tighter and you know you notice that yes the ride was over but you stayed on like literally for another ride because you're gripping so hard you're gripping so hard that you didn't even notice that you were able to jump off. Like the ride was over, now is you know the time for other people to jump in. Again, you know, having that roller coaster image in your mind. But you're holding on so tightly that you didn't even notice that the ride was over. And now you're on to another ride. And you're still here in this roller coaster. So that's what happens when we identify with our emotions, when we say, This is me and uh, whatever is happening is me. That's my life. That's me. Um, and you're gripping too hard. So just release, okay? Release that grip. And remember that it, the, the wave will, will be over, right? And you get to cultivate that spaciousness and that devotion to your feminine center, your, your ability. You have an incredible ability to feel a lot of emotions as a feminine woman so honor that and stop identifying with your emotions and when those catastrophizing images come up understand that it's a part of your mind and sometimes we feel guilt for feeling joy when there is a lot of turmoil a lot of pain around us i don't know if this is you but i feel like so many of us have experienced this how am I supposed to feel so good? How am I supposed to feel all this pleasure and joy and fulfillment and love when there are people dying? When there are, there's disease, diseases, what the heck, <laughs> diseases and catastrophes, there's war, there's like, there's people even in our immediate circles and our close ones who are who are going through a lot who are just completely shut off and closed off from joy and have chosen their victimhood have chosen their limitations have chosen their pain without even realizing it most likely so you might be feeling this conflicted emotion of how am i 
capable of feeling joy or how can I allow myself to feel all this pleasure and and to choose joy and pleasure and love when there's so much like this bad stuff going on all around us when this world is so crazy and there's just a lot of darkness just a lot of darkness but the truth is that you choosing pain or turmoil doesn't help anyone you don't have to choose pain and sadness and 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 grief over and over as you know due to this loyalty for the world that is in pain because it doesn't help them more pain just creates more pain who benefits from that do your relatives and your family members feel better about themselves truly are, are are they finding solutions to their problems because you are now um you are now rejecting joy and you're saying no i i'm choosing pain and turmoil instead and conflict and and drama and and i'm choosing my victimhood i am choosing to to feel bad all the time who benefits nobody So if you want to be a solution to anything you get to make a conscious choice of choosing joy. That's why it's so important. Your pleasure and your joy matter. They're important. We need it. We need your joy and pleasure and love and fulfillment. That's how you get to show others how to rise up in their potential. Like if if i was to choose my pain and choose my limitations and 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 choose all the reasons why i could be feeling bad right now and trust me there's always plenty of reasons for that for all of us me included nobody would benefit from that least of all you <laughs> um and least of all me true it's true that it just it it benefits no one right So when that part in your mind again is being vocal like who are you to feel joy when people are in pain remember that that comes from your ego it doesn't come from your spirit it does not come from that part in you that knows that your joy your pleasure and your love your peace they matter right they matter we need it We need your peace and your fulfillment. We need you to be aligned. That is when everyone benefits. Even though sometimes some people do get triggered because they're still in their conditioned programmed mind. They're operating in this way that we all used to operate in. Me included, judging others like who are you to be so fulfilled and or 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 being jealous right feeling triggered but knowing that's my responsibility and the best way to feel freedom is to accept freedom right no one can force it on you okay so choose joy today permission granted give yourself that permission every day even though sometimes it takes 100 times a day for you to give yourself that permission it's still worth it okay 
And that capacity to feel joy will grow when you are tending to this part of yourself. That capacity will grow just like you are learning a new skill. Your nervous system, your brain will create new neural pathways and your body will get used to it. More pleasure, more joy, more love, more ease, more inspiration. It's all available to you no matter what the situation is right now. Okay, so don't allow yourself to get so arrogant that you will say, well, no, that may be you, but that's not me. That's not possible for me. No, that takes a lot of arrogance and pride, actually, if we're being honest with ourselves to say that because that is like putting yourself above everyone else, saying that these limitations apply to me even if they don't apply to other people. So release that also. Free yourself from, from that limitation, that idea that you're somehow so special that you can't you know, see betterment, that you can't live the life that you're called to live. Okay? I hope this episode inspired you. And um, if there's something that you would like to talk to me about, you can send me a message on Instagram or send me an email. If you want to join my Patreon, that's always available to you. On my current theme, Magnetic and Memorable, I'm putting out my audio lessons of this month um, on Patreon. Now there's already two and then there will be an audio activation that's going to be so juicy. Um, so if you want those, join Patreon today. And um, yeah. Until next time, stay in the vibe and flow.